Greetings from Longtime No See, the podcast. Every week, we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound and the Consequence Podcast Network. I want to thank you for uh, for checking out this interview and this interview series, hopefully. In fact, if you're not a subscriber, hey, do that before we get into this. Just go ahead and take care of that. Hit that subscribe button wherever you like to get podcasts from. We're on all the major hotspots, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Three brand new interviews delivered straight to you every single week on Monday, Wednesday, State and Friday, so it's a perfect way to keep up with your favorite artists, discover some new ones, and know what's happening in the music world. I'm Kyle Meredith, and especially when we're talking about discovering some new ones, Jaden, that's spelled J-X-D-N. Now, if you're on TikTok, there's a good chance you know who I'm talking about, but as far as the music world goes, He's a new name. His first single, just uh, just released earlier this year, has already received millions upon millions of streams across all the platforms. So I want to talk to Jaden about musically, more or less, being an overnight success. He's going to tell us about uh, how uh, Juice World really inspired him to get into the music game, and how Travis Barker, yes, the drummer of Blink One Eighty Two chose him earlier this year to be his first signee to his new record label. Of course, we'll also be talking about Jaden's fandom of Blink-182, where that came from in his life. And then the music. He likes to write in real time. He's not the type of artist who who sits down and writes a song and and kind of studies it out. He's the type that jumps right in front of the microphone. So what you're hearing in these songs is basically a very real-time representation of who he is in that very moment. 
We'll hear about his new singles, So What, uh, one of his first singles, Angels and Demons, and especially with a title like that, I've got to ask, uh, so both of his parents have been pastors in their past. Is there a connection there, and, and what does it mean? In fact, a lot of that traces back to his Southern upbringing. He says he spent a lot of time pushing against the judgmental system in the Southern environment. He's also already showing some versatility with acoustic versions of his track. It's all that and more. Let's jump into this. Kyle Meredith with Jaden. Yo, what's up, Kyle? How's it going, man? It's been exciting to watch what's going on here uh, w- with you. And, and you know, I, I was thinking most of the time when you use the word overnight success, you know, the artist will tell you, it's like, well, I've been working at it for, you know, a good 10 years. And this is when people first started seeing me. But I, I don't know if that's actually the case with you. You know, your first single isn't very old. You know, it's less than a year old. And, and we're looking at 27 million, you know, just Spotify alone spins. It's not even counting YouTube. Has it felt like overnight in this instance for your musical part of your career? You know, that's actually a really good question. I don't think anyone's asked me that yet. But, you know, out here in, in this in this kind of society, this this world, especially in the music industry, along with social media, you know, a year in LA feels like 10 years to me, man. I feel like I've gone through 10 years of my own life, you know, through different types of pain, different types of success. But, you know, looking at my music, it feels like it just happened yesterday. So I would feel like it's been overnight, you know, and it's been a, it's been a a hard overnight, like uh, definitely uh, an impactful overnight with a lot of stuff that we've done. But definitely when I look back at it, you know, it's within a blink of an eye, you know, I bet that happens for a lot of people. Uh, but for me specifically, I, I definitely uh, resonate with that for sure. And, and going from, you know, what you were doing prior, uh, especially on TikTok online and everything, when did it become clear that you wanted to make your own art in this way? So it was after I just went on this social media tour, you know, MagCon S of July of last year in 2019, that uh, we were in Dallas and I'm a big Deuce World fan. I was prior to this and I, I noticed that he had a uh, concert that night in Dallas. And so I told all my boys, I was like, guys, we got to go. So we bought tickets online a couple hours before the show, showed up and we were moshing inside the, like, you know, the little VIP area or whatever. And to Deuce World's song, Empty, in the line, uh, that was saying, I'm empty, I feel so goddamn empty, and for some reason, or a big reason, but whatever it was, I'm so grateful for, I just had, like, the biggest revelation and epiphany um, I've ever had in my life. Uh, you know, I really didn't know what I wanted to do with myself. I, I'd been lost um, personally, you know, with my purpose and, and with kind of my self-acclimations prior to this moment. And all everything just came together in that moment. I saw thousands of kids not just singing this line, but really feeling it. You know what I mean? They they, they were crying out just as the same as, as Juice World was when he wrote the song. And so I, I, I was like, I've been there too. And Juice has been there and thousands of these kids have been there. And that's something that brings us all together. You know, it doesn't matter who you are, uh, what you are, where you come from. Uh, this one line in the song brought thousands of different people of different races, you know, different beliefs, um, different sexualities all together in one moment. And that, that was so beautiful to me because division was just like a big part of how I grew up. You know, no one ever worked together. Um, everyone just seemed to hate each other. And I, I, you know, felt like I was a part of that for a long time. So at this moment, I felt like, wow, dude, like I, I really found out my destiny because this is this is what's going to bring the world together. 
You know what I mean? This is how powerful music can be. And that's kind of like a long explanation. But right after that happened, I went back to L.A. and I started talking to as many people as I could to try to get me in the studio just to try. You know, I told myself, you know, I don't know if it's going to work for me, but I at least have to try because it was so beautiful in that moment to see how powerful um, his music was to everyone and especially myself. That's that's really interesting. And, and, and again, you know, for a lot of artists, they get to spit, they get anonymity for a much longer time before we get to hear like their, their first bits of, of music. I, I mean, what, what has that been like for you? I mean, how long were you actually spending learning how to write a song or did that come really natural? To be quite honest with you, you know, I, I try to learn every time I go in the studio. I try to learn every time I get an opportunity to, but it really has just come pretty naturally for me. And I think that's why I'm so adamant or was so adamant um, about this sort of career is because I, I never want to put myself anywhere that I don't really um, fit or don't think it's going to you know, work out naturally. So I, I put all my efforts into music because I, I, I noticed that everything just started falling into place, kind of like a puzzle. And uh, when I first wrote Comatose, it was my first rock, uh, rock song I ever wrote, and it took like six months to release because we had some issues um, with like, you know, law contracts and things like that with producers. But, you know, everything settled out. And then after we released that, I knew if I could just release one song, like that was like my big thing. Like if I could just release one song, then after that, I feel like everything will fall into place. Either it'll work or it won't. And I, I'll realize that. So we released it. And the day after we released it, Travis Barker calls up my team. And uh, I kind of like started everything, you know, meeting with labels and meeting with everyone in New York and California. And then I finally met with him in person. And I realized, OK, this is a guy I definitely need to be with. And so it just started like the snowball effect of honestly success. And I, I owe it to everyone around me. I owe it to uh, my team and especially Travis for having faith and seeing what was in the future, not just was like what, what was right in front of us. So, and, and you, I mean, you're Travis's first signee on this label too, right? Like you're, yeah, your product yes, number one. Yeah, dude, isn't that crazy? Like, imagine how I feel, honestly, having like this legend that is it took me underneath his wing essentially you know um and he works with so many amazing people already like he had such an opportunity to to sign and work with so many others and he didn't and he decided to you know pick me as his first time and like that just i think about it every day dude and i'm like ah oh, like what like how is this possible you know what i mean now, now the the obvious question that i'm sure you have been asked were you a blink fan uh prior to this dude that's so that's such a funny question so i grew up like listening to like classic rock type of stuff with my dad but I grew up in the South, you know, and it, it, we everyone out there, once you get to middle school and high school, is like, listen to trap music, that's it. And so I, I didn't really get to branch off into that. But as soon as I moved out to L.A., I started talking to this girl named uh, Mads Lewis, who we started dating a while back. And uh, she's a huge Blink fan. So, yeah, I like it's really funny, the timing of everything <laughs> just like fit in perfectly. And I became like a huge Blink fan. Also like Green Day, Five Finger Death Punch. But And we always talked about Travis Barker because her and her dad just like loved him. And so the fact that, you know, I ended up working with him is crazy. And actually on Comatose, before I even like met Travis, before any of that happened, uh, me and my producers used Travis's drum kit on Splice. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so we didn't even like, obviously I had no idea any of this was going to happen. 
And then Travis didn't even know that it was his own drum kit. Like whenever he listened to the song, and we were like, "Yo, this is you." He was like, "What? That's crazy!" Yeah. So everything honestly just fit together, dude. It was yeah. like the perfect story. It was crazy. Kismet, definitely. Yeah. And, and and here he is playing. I mean, now now not only do you have his drum set, you've actually got him on the drums on some of these songs. And you know, I've just heard the new single with with So What. And it's not saying that it had to sound anything like that, but I feel like I can hear some of that influence of of that era and that genre on this track more than you know the other couple songs so far. Uh, with it being the new single, what's the story with this one? So you know, with so what, it's kind of it's kind of funny because uh, you know when you hear so what, people usually put a question mark at the end of it, like so what. But this is more like so what with an exclamation point. And this has really just been my attitude because you know there's a lot of trials and tribulations quote unquote that come in people's lives especially mine you know things come daily but i i obviously this is more kind of like a like a love song you know <laughs> we're, we're mirroring that aspect but it, it applies to everything and everything that i write dude is is really like a moment in time of my life I, I don't i don't sit down and write songs like i go into the studio i hear a track and then i freestyle for like a certain amount of time and then we cut it up and see what we like best and i do that with the purpose one with juice inspirations and you know because he's literally like my idol and then two um because i, I just love being real like i i really try to harp and focus on being a, an authentic version of myself an authentic representation of who i want to be and i feel like that's the best way to get it out of my out of me and, and a melodic flow and so so what we were just in the studio me Sam, uh, john feldy and travis and he turned on like this guitar riff and just started like, singing in that like punk rock hit and like that punk rock vibe just like hit me and so i, I just started freestyling talking about like so what i'm broken like in my heart's frozen you know like all these things that are supposed to be bad that would prevent me from doing you know what i want to do i'm saying like so what like i'm gonna do it anyway you know what I mean? I'm going to get over my fears, get over my pains, and go and rock out. And in the music video, your storyline tells exactly that. Mooch did a fantastic job directing. You know, me and him, are, uh, he's my bro, like, he's my homie. It's literally been, it, this has probably been my favorite project so far. I mean, I bet artists say that all the time for each new song, but genuinely, this has been my favorite project. Freestyling as, as stream of consciousness style right there, too, it really does put each song in the most present version of the moment and, and i mean compared to like you know if a you know a lot of bands would write an album and, and then it would take you know six months to a year to put out and so what you're hearing is you know a version of themselves from a year ago but like like yeah. angels and demons i would have to wonder in in that respect was that uh sort of a reaction to your fame that you had gotten to that point yeah okay so angels and demons is probably the most song i have really you know comatose is about my first girlfriend uh so what i was about kind of a relationship i had and in the past couple months but also with the, the view of just life in general but angels and demons is genuinely about the battle between my mind you know a lot of people here fuck me like a rock star and they think it's about sex like, i'm not talking about sex like that's not who i am i don't i don't write music about money or cars or anything like that that's just not it um i'm talking about you know the highest point in my life which i i see myself as dancing on a cop car like I'm on top of the world, like everyone's looking up at me, like, oh, it's so amazing, like, fuck me like a rock star, like, that's the type of the reaction. And then the lowest point of my life, which is in the same chorus, which is fucked up like a rock star, like riding in a cop car, and no one can help me out. And so it's just, just this battle that I've had for a long time in my mind of who I am and who I want to be, and the actions I was making and the actions I wanted to make. And 
it kind of took me back to really like high school right after high school when I was in a really deep depression and I was just doing a lot of stupid shit for no reason which ended up hurting myself more and then where I wanted to be which ultimately is kind of where I'm at right now where I get to make music you know take care of the people I love and myself and also tell everyone who hears that music who sees me on my platform that they're loved and they're cared for and that Although they may not see the end of the rainbow right now, it's still definitely there and it's not going away. As long as you'll keep after it and understand where you come from, you'll always get to that point. You know what I mean? And that's why I, I was really grateful that I got to have the Genius interview as well for Angels and Demons because it kind of really explained that in depth. And, you know, not everyone, everyone watches every interview, but that was really important to me because I don't want anyone to think that I'm out here for, like, money or fame. Like, I'm not at all. Like, the sole reason I'm, I'm in music is because of that Juice World concert, and I saw the impact that music has on people, and I saw the impact that the music had on me. And I wanted to do that for one person or millions of people. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter the number. I just wanted to do it because I, I just care about people so much. Like, I really do. I, I'll kind of trivially ask about, you know, with a title like Angels and Demons, did I read that, like, your parents or one of your parents was, was is a pastor, was a pastor? Yes. my uh, Both my parents were uh, pastors growing up in my childhood, and now my, uh, my dad raises money for you know, different nonprofit organizations. Uh, my mom does a lot of different things in that manner. It's, it's been really crazy because growing up in the South, everyone's pretty judgmental with that aspect. You know, it's either you believe this or you, you get casted out. You know, you're an outcast. And I was, not that I ever, like, I still believe, like, you know, I'll tell you that openly. Like, I, I do. I, I love what I believe. But it's not in the judgmental sense at all. Like, I, I think everyone is entitled to their own beliefs. You know, when I grew up, I didn't think that. And... Now I believe that, you know, love is what leads people to change, not judgment. Like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, it, for anyone to cast anyone out for any sort of reason is absolutely stupid and absolutely um, the opposite of what I believe. And so it, it's been really fun and kind of beautiful because my parents were the most supportive people in my life. Like, absolutely the best people um, I've ever met genuinely would do anything for them. Um, and they've been the most accepting coming out here because it is a very different world you know like I remember at my high school like my principal I just got my ears pierced and he told me I wasn't going to be able to graduate if I had my ears pierced and I was in line with my cap and gown on and I just got them done the day before because I just got back from LA um almost tried to suspend me because I got my nails painted uh like all that type of style of stuff you know what I mean and so coming out to LA got my ears pierced you know started getting a lot of tattoos started like dyeing my hair a bunch of different colors my parents were just with me the whole time, dude, and they, they've just shown so much love, and that's the love I'm trying to show to everyone in the world, because that's, that's the love that, you know, ultimately gets people where they need to be. Like, that's that's how people should act, and my parents are a great representation of that. Uh, that's a beautiful sentiment, and a very important sentiment, especially uh, especially these days. I mean, forever and always, but uh, it seems like people do need to hear that. I appreciate where you're coming from on Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you've also done some acoustic versions of this. Is that a different experience for you? Do you have to approach, you know, a, a song differently when you're taking it in that direction? Yeah, I mean, it, it's funny because it's like with Angels and Demons, it was such like a heavy chorus song. Uh, bringing it down was, was kind of just different. But Travis is so good at, at just music in general that he's really good at just telling me, here, do this, do this, do this. Um, this is what you need to change. And I, I mean, I grew up in like choir. I got a choir growing up. I was in Mary Poppins my junior year. I was Bert in Mary Poppins. I was Prince Charming and Cinderella. So I, I have kind of this like singing background. My dad 
majored in hymnals in, in college and, and music theory. And so I have that like singing background. Um, so it's kind of cool to lean on sometimes. Like I love guitar in general. That's kind of why I really stuck with rock music. Um, so be, being able to do that acoustically, um, it shows just a different side of everything. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of emotion in acoustic music, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, it, it's different for sure, but it also allows me to showcase my different talents. And that's what I really want to do for people as well. Just kind of show that I'm not just screaming. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not just like going out here trying to hit the highest note or whatever. Like I, I, um, enjoy all of the processes that come along with it. Well, it's been fun to listen to. Uh, again, I, I, I'm so impressed with what you're doing. I mean, uh, you're already, it feels like, you know, hitting new levels with, with each track. So congratulations on this, Jaden. And thanks so much for taking the time to talk about it too. No, absolutely, dude. Thank you so much. You know, like the real questions are the ones I love to answer and you've definitely done that for me. So I appreciate that. And yes, we're very excited about So What. It's literally the craziest thing in the world, dude. Mooch, Mooch killed it 100%. So. Right on, man. We'll take care, and we will see you around. All right, perfect. Thank you so much. Have a great day, dude. You too. Bye. All right, bye. My thanks to Jaden. Again, the latest single is called So What? He's got another handful out there as well. Do check those out. And thanks to you for uh, for checking out the episode. Again, before you get out of here, uh, I hope you subscribe to the series so you can come back with all the brand new interviews, a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at iTunes and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, anywhere you get your podcasts from. You can hit subscribe. We'll bring them to you. After that... Head to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. It's an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, and bonus interviews. 6 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound has your music and film news. You can also find me on the uh, social media spots at Kyle Meredith. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Hey, I'm Jen and I love horror movies. I'm Mikey. I'm dead inside and I also love horror movies. And we really like to torture our friend Todd because he hates horror movies. That I do. And that's why they call me the horror virgin. <laughs> that's the only reason we call him that. I'm not, no other reasons at all. Whatever. So every <laughs> Every week we take him through the encyclopedia of horror, the good, the bad, the ridiculously Jack Frosts. <laughs> and then we make fun of it more or less. Or explain it's deceptive feminism. Oh. Yeah, exactly. That's what I do. That's my thing. <laughs> and I'm the funny one. <laughs> Our episodes drop on Monday, so check us out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.